Welcome to Music Monday Hangouts with Jackknife Stiletto. Every week we chat with new artists and have a casual hangout with them. We live stream new episodes every week on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook. Check out jackknifestiletto.com for more schedule info. During our live streams, you can join in on the conversation while we have a live Q&A with us and our guests. Our Music Monday Hangouts feature those episodes on Spotify, Apple Music, and wherever else you stream your podcasts. Grab a coffee and enjoy. This podcast is brought to you by Band Pins. Custom pins made to order for bands, businesses, schools, charities, and more. Check out bandpins.net for more info. Music Monday. Woo! Monday, Monday, Monday. How's everyone doing? <laughs> I was just saying that yesterday, but Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. What well, yeah, is that from? Family Guy. Thank you. That's like, isn't that like every monster truck commercial? Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Right, yeah. So I figured it was somewhat like a football-ish theme, so I figured just throw that in there today. But we're here today with Alejandro. Mercado? That's right. Yes. Killing it. All right. Why don't you uh, let everyone know uh, what you do and where you're tuning in from? Oh, right on. Well, I'm uh, I'm Alejandro, uh, and I play drums for a couple bands, you know, mainly the world over. Uh, do Billy Idol, uh, Idol X. It's a Billy Idol tribute uh, gig, and uh, Rocky Kramer, Street Drum Corps, which I know Mel's part of, and uh, Street Beat, which it's it's like a hip-hop drum show, and uh, yeah, you know, uh, Tommy C and the Black Widow Grease Band, you know, little mosh podge of different bands, and I'm tuning in from Los Angeles, California. Very nice. Awesome. How are things going out there? Not so hot. No. no, not so hot. No, I mean um, the weather's probably a little okay, better than here. We have like twelve inches of snow here. Yeah, definitely better than that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got. I gotta say, it's it's still not. Uh, uh, it's not as as sunny as it can be out here. It's it's a little cold. Uh, it's you know I just came back from Florida last night, and it was much better over there. You know, during the day, you wear your t-shirt. At night, it gets a little cold. Throw on a little hoodie and you're set. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so I saw you were out there doing the uh, Billy Idol uh, yeah. show. Cool. How was that? And where was it? What's uh, what's the deal over there? <laughs> well, over there, it's pretty much, you know, it's a free for all. It's open. Things are open. <laughs> you know, uh, it was a great time. We played in uh, Destin, which is... I want to say it's in like the Panhandle, or you know, it's it's a small small town, you know. And mm-hmm. we played at this place called Club LA or Club Destin. I really don't know the official name of the club, but it was a cool club. Uh, it was a good time. 
and uh, we had a great uh, weekend of shows. We played Friday and Saturday night. Nice. Did it feel like you were going into another dimension, like going from lockdown California to just like free for all of Florida? Well, uh, you know, no, not not really, because there's there's been some places uh, throughout the lockdown that. Like, you know, I've been fortunate enough to, to be gigging uh, during the lockdown here and there. And, you know, you get to go out to these different states that have their own set of rules and you get to experience it. And it's just like it's just like a normal day again. You know, you don't even think about it. Um, no one's there's no there's no uh, there's no like a mask police per se. Right. You know. <laughs> Put on your mask. It's like, no, man, you know, everyone's like, you know, just be safe. You know, don't be going around giving free hugs to everybody. Yeah, you don't see too many people holding those signs these days, right? Yeah. <laughs> Not no more. No. You got to pay for them now? No. <laughs> <laughs> no hugs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but otherwise it was it was fun. You know, it was great to to play for you know, good amount of people you, in the recent months, it's been like limited capacity, you know, 25% here, 50% there. And, uh, everybody, you know, every venue is different. Uh, this one was, was pretty good. Nice. Would you say that, um, your original band, the world over, right? Yeah. Are you guys doing stuff as opposed to like cover band or your, uh, tribute bands you feel like there's like a difference between the gigs that you guys could get absolutely it's a it's a different market you know with idol x it's um there's you know there's a it's a niche type of band right um venues know what they're getting um it's almost like uh it's it's almost like you know how DJs get a gig right venues know that they're gonna make money and and people are familiar with just with that vibe, they, they know that people are going to dance, people are going to, you know, buy drinks and make the venue money. So when you have a, an, a, a, a tribute band, they know what they're getting into. And I feel like tribute bands are very easy to market because of that. Whereas original bands, you know, it's, it's, it's extra difficult, you know? Mm -hmm. so. Have you guys played shows? Uh, with the, the world, world over? Yeah. Like during during lockdown during quarantine. No, no, not not during uh, not during the lockdown. Uh, World Over's been doing uh, some different stuff. Uh, we've been doing a lot of music videos, photo shoots. We just got a uh, a brand new guitarist, uh, Christian Christian Rivera, and um, he's just he's added like a new dynamic to the band, which is really cool. He's brought a lot to the table. We recorded a lot of new music that uh, we're going to be releasing and. You know, just doing all the behind-the-scenes work. So when uh, we want to, we want to really make it count when for when we're ready to push everything out. You know. Yeah, so definitely. I saw um, some like behind-the-scenes video shoot like, videos and pictures and stuff that you were posting. You were um, where did you guys film that? It, it looked like some big like warehouse that you guys were filming in. That might have been mm -hmm. one of the older ones. Yeah. So the most well, we've been using this facility called FD Studios, and they have multiple locations all throughout LA. And, um, you know, I've done some videos there for like, you know, artists here and there. I did one 
uh, in the, that particular room, I did a video for this one pop type of artist and I brought it up to the band. I was like, yo, check out this room. And I showed them pictures and they, they really liked the vibe. And we used that particular room, which is, it had like the LED lights. It was just a black room with, and it had rain. It was like a rain room. Ooh, you know? that sounds fun. It, it was really fun. And the, the shoot was like, it was quick, man. We had like a really good team and we just blasted through it like in five hours. And the, the video came out like, it, it's it's definitely going to be our, our, our coolest video yet, uh, personally, I think. But uh, after shortly after, we saw Buck Cherry was in that same room like a week or two afterwards. And, and I was like, we better release it first, man. You know, we don't want to be the copycats. <laughs> But, uh, but no, it's it's a sick room, so I could see why you know uh, bands do videos in there all the time. And now for our recent photo shoot, we used a different location in a different room, and you know uh, they all have their own vibes and they all have their own uh, types of amenities and uh, their own their own special vibe to it, which makes which sets them apart from each other. You know. Cool. Sounds like yeah. a fun place. We've got some, uh, anyone in the chat, uh, let us know where you're tuning in from. If you have any questions for anyone, feel free to chime in. Uh, we've got Luna Bear saying hello from Hudson Valley. What's um, happening? Apparently Mel's a ventriloquist. Did I say that right? <laughs> was I on a delay? <laughs> I don't know. May oh, there was maybe. a little skip there, so maybe. <laughs> Um, and a question for you, does Idolux do any deep tracks or is it all greatest hits only type of thing? We do greatest hits. We do deep tracks. We do, we throw in covers. We, uh, we got the dollar menu. We got it all for you, baby. Um, no, like it depends on what the show's going to be. Nice. <laughs> no, it, it, these guys, um, they don't fuck around, man. You know, uh, Sorry if uh, beep. Know, if, if there's there's no uh, the delay. They they um they don't mess around and uh, they have they're ready for any kind of show. If it's like a thirty minute set, obviously you're gonna play your Billy Idol hits, right? Mm -hmm. And if you have uh you know one or two hours set, then you're gonna throw in the deep cuts and some covers. Nice. So. Ooh. Are they covers that Billy Idol's covered or just random covers? Both. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see uh, if I'll throw, if I could think of some Does covers. Does someone have here. beeping going on? Not I here. That too. Is it me? You know, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me see if it, let yeah. me see if it happens to be. It's me. My, my roommate is like using a hair dryer. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I was like, there's either a fire somewhere in someone's house or <laughs> everything's burning down. That's fine. No worries. It, we found the problem. Mel's oh, house okay. is burning down. No, I'm just kidding. It's all good. <laughs> all right. Well, cool. How about, do you have a favorite Billy Idol song to play? Man, you know. No, because they're like, they're all so unique. I've, I've really gotten, uh, I really grew to like uh, playing the type of uh, beat 
the, 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 the type of beats that Bill uses. So I was just talking about this with, um, with somebody this past weekend about the, the style, you know, when, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, when you listen to a song, you immediately, you're just kind of thinking, Oh, it's this kind of beat, you know, and it's, you know, you just go ahead and play it and, you don't really listen to the the intricacies of the uh, you know it could be just a straight up groove you know boom bap boom bap boom bap just like every ACDC song or like every Billy Idol song, but when you sit with it and you listen to all these songs, you you start to realize there's one thing in common which is like the momentum and the way it's played you know, like I was saying when when I listen to a Billy Idol song. Uh, in the car it's a tommy price beat all of a sudden i get it's like i got somewhere to be you know i'm like (laughs) out of the way you know it's like you know it's got this momentum to it so uh i've just kind of grown to to really like that kind of uh beat that that goes you know through every billy idol song there's some cool fills but uh the intensity and just the drive I, i they all have that so it's like Mm-hmm. you know it's it's fun the whole set is like super fun and then you got songs that are more chill like flesh for fantasy which is like super it's mellow and you know you gotta you, you gotta lay down the groove you know what i mean so it may uh, you know get some get some hips shaking out there right so so uh, what would you what would you prefer to play do you like something that is just a simple steady but like driving energetic beat like you were just describing or something that's crazy with like tons of fills and just going nuts like what is your i love it all man i I really do (laughs) i really do uh like with the world over i I get to do that you know i get to bring my my double pedal and 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 just uh you know throw buckets of fish all over the place you know and uh mel gets that joke it's it's Bucket of fish. So it's like a drum. It's a drum uh, fill that like everybody knows. So, <laughs> so it's not yeah. like but um, Yeah, kind of like that. <laughs> We're gonna do. You know? um, That's how we speak to Mel when we play. <laughs> yeah, that's that drum talk, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I I really enjoy it all. Uh, I, I do. Uh, so that, yeah, that's, that's the answer. Uh, All right. So, so to go along with that, then are there any drum beats that you hate play or any styles of music that you're like, damn, why did I take this gig? Shit, yeah. Yeah. I got, I do, I do have to say, um, I don't, I don't necessarily like hate it or like, you know, refuse to play it, but I get, I get some like, folk type of bands that fall in my lap you know like a gig that hey you know i got this folk band they need a drummer and like you know well i guess i'm not doing anything on tuesday night so (laughs) i'll go play some some folk beats and it's like you know uh like it's cool the music as a whole like it's folk music and that kind of stuff is it's it's really cool the the music as a whole it's 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 fun to listen to and uh it's nice but you know, the drum parts sometimes it's like when you're the one playing the drums and it's almost like in band class as a kid where like you, you wait like the whole song just to hit that one crash symbol. And then, you know, yep. 
Yep. <laughs> rest for 52 measures, hit one beat, rest for another 82. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's some uh, <laughs> trivia questions here. Um, do you know who played the drums on Moni Moni? And also, do you know who originally wrote it? Moni Moni, was that um, the Frankie Benali? On the drums? I believe that was actually I, Frankie I don't Benali know that answer, that. but I know the other answer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I know uh, who wrote the song. Well, it wasn't it wasn't Billy Idol. I don't no, think. no. But uh, I actually think that uh, Frankie Benali was the original drummer on that track. Fun fact. Okay, I'll I'll uh, I'll. I'll if check. anyone in the chat would like to do a quick Google search for Michael us, Miller, says us yeah. Michael Miller says yes. <laughs> do you know who it was written by? Roxy, do you know? No. I'll give you a hint. They also wrote Crimson and Clover. Oh, I know. What? <laughs> Tommy James and the Chandels? Chandels, yes. Chandels. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> quick, quick double trivia there. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who wrote Crimson and Clover? No. <laughs> Bruce, Bruce Wayne did. Bruce, Bruce, is Bruce Wayne. Where's he at? He's like slowly pushing me away. <laughs> <laughs> It's like my couch. Yeah, you can't sit. Here. You can't push me out. No. <laughs> uh, oh boy. Oh, I have another Billy Idol, but then we can move on from Billy Idol, I guess, because that's not your only thing that you do. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, it's. Do you wedding. think "White Wedding" is an appropriate song at a wedding? Ah, <laughs> oh, shit! I don't. <laughs> I honestly have never listened to like it's a like fun song, but I actually don't know what it's about. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say, screw it, why not? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, like everyone else, you would just be like, yeah, cool song, wedding, awesome. But I think I could be wrong. I think it's about like sacrificing people or something. It's not like really supposed to be for weddings. Wait, really? That's not what I thought it was about. I don't know, but it's not about something. Like, it's not about a nice wedding. What do you yeah, think Annie, it was about? We could all have theories. Turn, dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah let's each go around with our theories because no. I totally thought that it was about someone who is not a virgin and the irony of them wearing a white dress on the wedding day. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> uh, those are all very interesting. Yeah, uh, Roxy, you have a theory. You're big on. I don't know. I have to look up the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's something weird. It's like not supposed to be. It's really supposed to be like about like a nightmare wedding, not really like a nice wedding. <laughs> 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 but I just thought that was interesting. Uh, That's fun. a good question. Right? That was my question. <laughs> All right. <laughs> right Jason on. wants to know, is it any worse than Run Around Stew or Paradise by the Dashboard Light? For a wedding, I'd say about equal. I don't know if that is. Oh, yeah. And we've got uh, Denise tuning in from Canada. Cool. Hello. All right on. Alberta, <laughs> nice. Canada. Um. So also on your uh your Instagram and so uh, you're mainly on Instagram pretty much, right? For everyone to follow you. Yeah, Instagram. I got a Facebook and I got a, a YouTube channel too. Cool. Uh, you know. So I saw you have a pretty cool at-home uh, drum setup. Is that correct? 
So yeah, was, yeah. So I got a drum studio, and then I have a uh, drum set at home as well for like when I just get that itch, or you know, when 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 you wake up and need a, a you know get the joints moving, you just just hop on behind that drum set and give it a go for a second. Nice. You know? Very and it's cool. uh, it's it's cool because it, I got all the the quiet stuff on there. You got the quiet symbols, and I got those uh, these these pads that go on the drum, and like it, you know, it uh helps create less headaches for people. You know? <laughs> are they like the squishy foam pads? Yeah, Aquarian super pads is what they are. Nice. nice. So um, tell us about all your gear. What? What kind of drums you use? What kind of cymbals? What kind of sticks? Well, as you know, I use a head drumsticks Yay. and accessories, and um, everything under the sun that uh, Big Bang Distribution uh, deals with because they are simply the best, and uh, they know how to take care of their artists. And you know, it's I've I've used I've used their sticks for as long as I could remember. Uh, I mean, I used wood sticks for, for a while, but like I've always had, you know, a pair of a head drumsticks. And when I moved to LA and got involved with a uh, street drum corps, just like, I never, I just never stopped using them after that. And so I do that. I use, I've been using Zildjian cymbals my whole life and uh, DW PDP drums. And what else, uh, you know, yeah, you know, you got like you, you, uh, drum techs, Simpad, mm -hmm. which are all uh, Big Bang distribution items. Take note, listeners, all right? You can find this all under the same guy. <laughs> the same guy. The man himself, oh, guy. Bob Kasha. <laughs> nice. The guy who knows a guy who knows a thing or two. Yeah. <laughs> He's got stuff, lots of stuff. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> So, I want to yeah. hire you to do commercials for us now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Matt wants to know what uh, your top five drummers and when did you get hit by the music bug? Was that a pun, the hit? But I'm it's just bit. Bug. Um, oh, when did you get hit by the music bug? <laughs> there you go. Hit? Okay, got it. Um, We're getting well, there, guys. <laughs> I'll start by answering the second part of that. Okay. Uh, I got... I got hit with the music bug uh, at a very early age. I, I mean, as early as I can remember. I used to be a big fan of, uh, I used to, I still am, man. I still am. I was just reading a, a fat book about James Bond uh, this past weekend. James Bond, all right? The films with the best uh, title songs. And I remember loving A View to a Kill, which is a Roger Moore James Bond film, and the song was so badass, and uh, you know it was by Duran Duran, and you know when you listen to "Hungry Like the Wolf," trust me, ladies, it ain't nothing like a view to a kill. All right, uh, it's it's a badass song, and I and I remember I uh, we had the a Duran Duran greatest hits CD in the car, and uh, I'd always be asking my dad, "Play that song again! Play that song again!" And like he'd be, he'd have to be like, "All right, we gotta listen to a different song now. We've we've heard that one like ten times now, dude." So after that, I, I just you know, Duran Duran was my favorite band, and 
then it progressed to like rock and harder rock and and now I'm here uh, wearing all black and <laughs> so that there's that Aren't we all? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah yeah so I think I'm wearing like the one not black shirt that I own yeah except Mel who is not you still today. have a soul <laughs> <laughs> so that's, one day a week I have a soul that's all right <laughs> only on Mondays only on Mondays. <laughs> Um, yeah, so as, as, you know, as a young kid and then my, my top five drummers, man, there's, there's so many, but I'll have to start with the obvious one. My, for being my first favorite band and, uh, learning to play drums to them was Duran Duran's drummer, super underrated drummer, Roger Taylor, same name as Queens drummer, but, uh, yeah, you got Roger Taylor. And then uh, Def Leppard's drummer, uh, Rick Allen. And then Dean Castronova. I don't know if you guys are familiar with him. That's the hitter right there. <laughs> Dean Castronova. Uh, that guy can play anything, and he's got, a, he's got an amazing voice. You got uh, Tommy Lee. You, you got you to gotta have the man in the mix, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, there's – those are like the, the guys that I learned to play drums to. But then, you know, there's people that, uh, there's drummers that I've met along the way that have helped mold, uh, you know, me as a drummer, you know, really, really, uh, really fine tune things and learn lessons uh, that uh, are just, they're just so valuable. You wouldn't learn them anywhere else. And, you know, you got guys like Jeremy Colson, uh, Tommy Clefettos, Eric Aldinius, and uh, Paul Wertico. Those those guys have taught me, um, you know, just how, how how to be a professional and how to really be a drummer. You know, uh, a musician. So, so that's more than five, but you know, yeah, they that's got what it. You gotta mix them up, you know. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so okay. it's interesting you just said. Musician, because I have a question for you. What do you feel takes you to that next level from just being a drummer to being a well-rounded full musician or for any instrument? You could just, you know, go from being a guitarist or a bass player or a keyboardist to a musician. Like what makes that difference to you? Uh, One word, and that's experience. Uh, Because there's just certain things that... uh, you'll never learn like you could go to a music school and take all the different you know classes and all this and that but there there's always going to be there's always going to be some things that you'll never learn in school that you that you can only understand by having experience out in the field right Uh, that's how to work with other musicians Uh, that's how to be able to change gears and not just be um, the double pedal blast beat guy in the uh, Rolling Stones cover band. So, you know, it's, it's how to work with, you know, people that's, that's just like, I think that's number one, really. When, when you're, you know, when you're want to be a working musician, uh, yeah, you got to know how to play your instrument, but above everything, you got to get along with others. I mean, it's really what they say. It's it's the other, 
it's one hour that you spend on stage, right? Uh, generally speaking, it's it's really the the other twenty three hours that uh, that matter. It's, it's how you get along uh, with the with the people you're working with. Um, yeah. Natalie would like to know what about any women drummers? All right, yeah, I got a, a, a you know Melanie right here. I was gonna say, um, oh, thanks. Yeah, and brownie yeah, points. She, yeah, well, she, she she's got a kick-ass style. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, I didn't get to see the name who asked that that question, but if I'm oh, sure Nat you've seen Natalie. 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 Yeah, I'm sure you've seen her uh, Mel's Instagram. She's got a cool thing uh, going, and uh, I gotta I gotta say, my girl, the uh, Veronica Bolino. My lord, she's she's a hitter, man. Uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with her. She plays drums for uh, DMC and Life of Agony. And mm -hmm. she was one of the first pros that I ran into when I moved to L.A. at 19. Uh, I was going to MI, and I went to this Cattle Call audition, which was like, I couldn't tell you how many drummers. It, it was like days of auditions where they just kept cutting drummers left and right. Every day it kept getting smaller until it was myself with Veronica and uh, Gabriel Grinta, who he plays, well, he played drums for the Blue Man Group. And then Joe Connor, uh, who he's doing, he's doing a lot of cool stuff. Uh, great people. And I remember being in the room with Veronica and I and remembering, dude, I've seen this chick on the internet. Like I've seen her in ads, like, holy crap. Like, yeah, I, can't, I, I was like, I couldn't believe that, that uh, we all four of us ended up getting that gig. And it was like a EDM type of deal uh, where we wore masks and it was like LED drums and we did like EDM festivals. And uh, dude, I just, I looked up to her so much and uh, I learned a lot from her. Uh, and she, it's cool that she did the repurposed drumming type of thing where, you know, playing on buckets and other objects besides acoustic drums. So yeah, girl, if you're listening, I love you. <laughs> Hello. Um, there was, I think two people asking this about, uh, have you heard of, I don't, I don't know who this is, so I'm not gonna call it Coleman. The only Claude I know of is Jean-Claude Van Damme. Uh, no, I have not, I've not heard of uh, Claude Coleman, unfortunately, and I have not heard of, uh, what was that? The Ween? Ween? Yeah. I, I have not heard of, uh, I got to admit, uh, I, I'm not too hip to uh, a lot of music right now. Like, uh, I, I'm not, I don't really go out and like, I gotta find, you know, a new artists and all this stuff. You know, I, I usually focus on, you know, what's what's in front of me or like something I, you know, uh, something of that sort. I really suck at finding like the newest hip artists, you know? Like I know there's who the lot, weekend there's is. A lot out there. there's, yeah, there's so much. There's a lot. I know. I so. it's 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 too much sometimes, man. But I like the the uh, the top dogs of today you got. Miley Cyrus with her new album. Damn, dude. It's great. Uh, she did amazing. really. She's amazing. Like, she really 
that um I don't know if Stevie Nicks was on the song, but her cover of that was like insane. Yeah, like, her you, vocals on that were so good. I, I, I yeah, totally. She's undeniably. great. She really is. I also see yeah. I see Metal Cohen in the uh, in the chat. She's amazing. Oops. You know, made out Cohen. Um, so she. Oh, am I saying it wrong? I thought totally thought it was metal. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, I, it's all right. I won't tell. Uh, it's only on the internet. I'll be here for a little while. No, like uh, the world over. I think did a show with her. This was prior to me me joining the band. But uh, she's she's actually a, a sick sick drummer. So that's another female drummer. Yeah. Nice. And who else do I see on here? Uh, Meg White. She's from the White Stripes, correct? Correct. Now, mm -hmm. correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't know if any of you know, wasn't she not originally a drummer? They just needed a drummer, and she jumped in on my thing of a different band. Uh, I wouldn't doubt it. I've yeah. heard that story, too, but I'm not um, completely uh, 100% on my knowledge. But <laughs> I'm also pretty sure I've heard that as well. <laughs> I always find those stories interesting and like there's so many bands and with every different instrument where it's like, Oh yeah. I mean, Hey, like Roxy, Roxy's a guitarist. And we were like, Hey, we need a bass player. You have a bass. Cool. Let's go. <laughs> I did see um, some of the new uh, anti-flag documentary, which I think Chris too is a ridiculous bass player. And they were like, he started with us. He could not play at all. And I'm like, and you just see him play now, like he's been playing like on his Instagram and stuff. And you're like, what do you mean he couldn't play the bass? Like he's like ripping it on there, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty cool when uh, uh, bands can, uh, you know, adapt to you know a player in the band that's that's not necessarily a musician. And or you know, if it if that was the case with uh, Meg White, that's pretty badass, you know, for her to be like. You know, yeah, I'll come in and learn how to hit some drums for you. Right. Why not? Yeah. And and now she's like a badass, you know? <laughs> so yeah. hell yeah. That's mm -hmm. cool. Um, Matt wants to know if you're a jazz fan at all, like when people take turns performing solos for a few fifteen minutes. <laughs> uh you know what? Yes, I'm a fan of jazz That's music. The longest solo you've had. Uh, oh. 15 minute solos, you know, I, 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 uh, I enjoy a, a good solo, but, uh, 15 minutes, dog, that's a, that's a long solo, my man, mm -hmm. but, uh, it's a little long. It happens though. You know, sometimes like, uh, w we did a show in Texas, uh, like recently and, and we were having technical difficulties and, uh singer was like telling jokes and shit and i was like you know no like like we you know we, we gotta do something else and uh <laughs> we were like brainstorming like solo and like, all right and like i just i did like you know i just kept going and took a break and i looked over and they were like keep it going i was like all right here we go it, it actually it, it was really fun but uh it, it happens man sometimes you, you gotta bust out that uh uh, you, you got to bust out that uh, that musical hammer, you know, and, and just kind of deal with it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, no, if you're in a jazz band and you and you you knowingly take a 15 minute solo, man, yeah, that is, there's, there's, there's some problems with that. 
two-hour two long drum solos. Oh, my God. Oh, Justin, dude. <laughs> I love Justin, man. One of my favorite human beings, man. What did he say about Zach Wilde? He said that um, you're the Zach Wilde of drummers. Oh, get the hell out of here, man. No, Justin is a madman on the drums, dude. Uh, uh, and one of the funniest guys out there, man. This guy would... <laughs> uh, so I met him on doing a tour with... When the World Over did a, a tour with Otep. And he was playing drums for Otep. And man, like immediately, we just got along, I feel. And uh, we ended up just staying friends after that. And we even went ahead and did a, a drum clinic together we flew out uh from here in la and we went to uh kansas city and we we met up with escape the drum escape escape the escape the drummer escape the fate drummer escape the fate. <laughs> yeah no it, it's it's escape the fate and uh they were out in kansas city and uh i i talked i talked uh robert into doing the uh the clinic as well he never he's never done a clinic before and we were this was uh, we were doing a tour with Escape the Fade at that time in in Europe, and I was like the whole time I was like I was really I was blown away by uh you know Robert's style, um, and I was like, dude, you got to like do a drum clinic, man. Like, there's certain drummers out there who they're like entertainers, you know, and and people aren't really hip to to that type of thing, you know. When you go to a drum clinic, you just kind of like. Okay, so who here knows a paradiddle? Okay, well, have you seen this variation? And it's like, you know, come on, dude. You know, how, how, I don't know. How many times could you see a, a, a drum clinic that's like, you know, just all technical jargon? And I wanted to, to do something different. I wanted to bring like showy drummers that have a personality and, you know, something different to bring to the table. And I, you know, we got that drum clinic going and had a great time. Justin was emceeing. Oh, man. You know, uh, <laughs> killing it. Yeah, I went on a tangent there. But, uh, uh, yeah, no, he, he, he's, he's insane, man. That, uh, every night he's, he's got this, like, he did this uh, song where it was, like, double bass drum and, like, madness. <laughs> With the hi-hats and shit. It was crazy. <laughs> Nice. So where have you toured with the world over? What uh, what states or what countries? How many different places have you been? We've done, you know, U.S., uh, including Hawaii. We've done Europe and uh, the United Kingdom. Awesome. What, uh, what countries in Europe? Most of them. <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> We'll take your word for it. I mean, I don't know, man. You'd have to go look at the flyer, man. You know how it is, man. Like, you never know where you are. You just wake up and there's another venue, right? Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> um, so I see a cool um, painting behind you. Did you get any into any uh, random paintings and stuff during your quarantine time, or is that not your painting? Hell no. Um, <laughs> this is uh, this is actually my chick's painting. Nice. My awesome. chick did this, and uh, 
yeah, and as you could see, there's like. I also wanted to ask if the wall was also part of the painting. <laughs> yeah, I was afraid oh, to wait. ask because I didn't know if they were just like smudges and I didn't want to point them out. <laughs> but it looks like it's part of the painting and extending and it looks awesome. Yeah. Um, just in case, I, I was afraid to ask. <laughs> yeah. Oh, now, okay. Yeah, now you nice. can totally see it everywhere. Yeah, so it was just a, a canvas and uh, they, they, you know, it was her and her friend and they were you know, just messing on, uh, like, you know, with uh, painting on the canvas. And uh, she, I think like one of them just like, just went like, and it looked cool. And they're like, yeah, that's what it needs. And they, they just started, uh, you know, splattering all over with paint. I love so. it. <laughs> nice. I always wanted to do that. Just like go in a room and just splatter paint everywhere. Yeah. Sounds like a lot of fun. Let's yeah, do it. screw that wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like one of those, um, what is it? Like the, um, it's not a rec room, but like a room where you just go in and break stuff. Yeah. Like that Ooh. seems like a lot of fun. It is. I mean, uh, well, I, I, I don't know yet, but uh, <laughs> we're actually about to do a, a music. The World Over is going to do a music video in one of those. So. We're just it's it's just gonna be us you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> i want to stick paint inside of all the things that we would break so that when you break everything paint just splatters everywhere yo that's a great idea i think we need to make a joint music video like collaborate on a song everyone that's a video someone did that who did that you guys uh familiar Kylie. with the goldbergs mm-hmm the TV show, The Goldbergs. I. Uh, it's not like Goldberg, like the wrestler, right? Oh, dude, no. You remember that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Because uh, he's also hosting TV shows now. So I just, is I he would, really? Yeah, it's like some weird, um, like sword making show, or like people make all these crazy knives, and they have to like go through an obstacle course and like chop things. And he's the host. Isn't it like called Forged in Iron or something Forged like that? Forged in Fire or something like that. Forged in Fire. Yeah. yeah, my buddy was telling me about that show. Like, you got to watch this show, man. And mm -hmm. uh, uh, I still, I still got to check it out. But uh, I've heard great things about it. I remember as a kid seeing that dude in like, uh, like quick, you know, when they promote the WWE or whatever the hell it was. It's like they do like flashes of each, each uh, wrestler. And that dude always looks so aggressive. He was always like, yeah. And I was like, oh, dude, why is that guy always so mad, dude? But, you know, that's the name of the wrestling game, you know? Yeah. Oh, Justin knows the name. Rage Room. That's what it's called. Rage, rage Room. room. Yeah. yeah, I want to go in a rage room. Yeah. I would just have, like, hazmat suits and goggles and everything filled with paint and just smash everything with bats and it just explodes paint everywhere. It's a great idea. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, so what about go the other Goldbergs? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So it, it was. <laughs> there's a character in there that you know he hangs out with his buddies in a parking lot, and he likes to just, uh, 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 you know, hit things with a bat and break them. <laughs> and then, like the the guy from the store always runs out. He's like, "You guys better pick that shit up!" And he always run away. You know, it's it's. <laughs> It's a funny show. 
Nice. <laughs> They're making fun of you in the chat, Annie. Me? <laughs> what? I'm thinking about wrestling. It's a val it was a valid question. <laughs> no way. Twenty years? That's a long time. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I thought I thought the kid in there just had a growth spurt and that's why he looked older all of a sudden. Twenty years will do it. <laughs> Is that more seasons than Law and Order? No. no, dude. I think those guys are on like, uh, you know, they're on they're on that uh, mummy mummification type of diet. You know, <laughs> they they preserve, man. Yeah, I can't wait. Chris Maloney's coming back. Elliot Stabler's making his comeback. Yes, yes. <laughs> I think he'll ever make out with Olivia. SV, I hope so. SVU's been going strong. Maybe that's why he's coming back. So they'll finally get together. I wish I win. <laughs> they just need like one, one little makeout session. That'd be <laughs> that's it. Benson and Stabler. All the other crime shows, they let the main characters, you know, canoodle. <laughs> yeah, man, that's really cool uh, for a show to be on for as long as they've been around. I think it's what twenty-two seasons now. No way. Oh, Goldberg's an Adam Sandler sitcom. Yeah, okay. Happy Madison. Um, and, uh, I think that's the name of the production. 20 years changes a man. <laughs> man, you said that dude wrote that like he experienced it. He knows that's a fact, man. It's like 20 years changes a man. <laughs> Follow that up with like a drag of a cigarette. That was the other Goldbergs kind of mentality there. <laughs> hey, now so first name but can, can i ask you ladies how'd you meet oh. i was abducted <laughs> she's in a van and she's in the minivan still uh, mel and i met in college all right and then um roxy and i met we were both from staten island so we had met at shows like throughout the years we just like knew of each other um and then we were about to go on the road on a tour and a new then non-new member quit right before their first tour with us. So <laughs> we're like, we need a bass player. Like now I'll go on tour a week. And we found Roxy and we stuck her in the van. And they told me they had puppies. Yeah. And kittens too. <laughs> That'll do it. She likes cats. Mm -hmm. So don't forget. We also needed a singer right away. Oh yeah. And so then I started singing. Roxy started playing bass. And that was our first tour together. <laughs> We're like, let's just right go on. for it. Yeah, the, see what the, happens. The other band member who left was the lead singer bass player. Yeah. Oh, shit. And mm -hmm. we were like, we're not canceling this tour. <laughs> well, yeah. good on you. And they started <laughs> Annie's singing career. <laughs> yeah. That's that's rock and roll right there. Yeah. Cool. I don't, yeah, I just don't know why you say, yeah, let's tour. Actually, I don't wanna. Okay, get out. <laughs> now, how long have you guys been a band? Um, well, the three of us has been what four years, almost four years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then we had a, a multiple other lineups before that. That you know, we wiped away from the internet. <laughs> <laughs> 
also had another band name and like yeah. This so woman we'll, with the fishes. Yeah, this yeah. woman with the fishes. Yeah. They're in the Staten Island dump. Oh, right on, right on. <laughs> do, you, do you change uh, your hair color frequently, or has it been red for a, for a long time? Mine. Yeah. Um. Actually, I think since we all started, <laughs> I think about like four years I've had it. Okay, now. so that, so that's that's. It was black, but okay. Cool. Because mm -hmm. I, you know, I, my chick likes to change your hair color. You know, yeah, I've frequently. been consistent red for years. Even and when your hair was black, you actually always, always had a streak of red. Yeah, I always had red in it. I was never brave enough to do the full the full head, and then someone dumped bleach on the top of my head, and I had to do it. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Brianna, Matt wants to know, what's your favorite action movie? Ooh. Oh, man. I don't know. That's a tough one. Hmm. I'll tell you, uh, could I, could I uh, name a, a couple instead of one? Sure, sure. There's no rules. Yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> what, what do we got? We got, you know, you, you got to you gotta love the Terminator, all right? Like one and two for sure, you know? Uh, you got uh, my guy Rambo. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. uh, what else we got? Uh, I don't know if, you know, like I like it. I love Indiana Jones, James Bond. Um, Is Jaws an action movie? You know what? Yeah, it is. Okay, then Jaws. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> what, what about the rest of yous? Um. Hmm. Is Back to the Future an action movie? <laughs> I guess. What about Die Hard? Yeah, Die Hard. I was going to yeah. say Die Hard. Does National Treasure count as action? Action adventure, yeah, I would or, say uh, so. I am legend. Does that count as action? Yeah, I think so. Those. Y'all, y'all seen John Wick? Oh yes. Those are pretty good. Oh yeah, those are so good. Yeah, now, uh, y'all ever see some terrible action movies? I just saw Rampage. <laughs> was oh, it is, that, is that with The Rock? Yeah, with The Rock. It was uh, yeah. not one of his best. I mean, it was interesting how they incorporated parts of the video game to like to the movie, but overall it was it was like eh, the movie. But well, you it was terrible, but not not one of the rock's best. Jumanji's no. better. <laughs> well, we have an interesting question in the chat. Uh oh. Joe would like to know is the word chick Politically correct in the Me Too era. Hmm. Who gives a shit, man? <laughs> She's my chick. I mean, if you're, it's it just about the the way you say it. Like it, it could be anything. Like we call each other broads all the time. Yeah. I call like my girls, my chicks, whatever. I think it's the way someone says anything to you. It's about the context of it. So, right? I'd agree with that. I never had a problem with the actual word. Yeah, yeah it's just like yeah. if you're saying it as like a friend like hey what's up girl whatever but if you're like hey girl what are you doing like that could be, like it you know yeah. it, it I, changes the context so it literally depends how someone's speaking to you so uh, that's how i would 
I would say. Uh, yeah, a hundred percent. And it goes, you know, that's kind of just common sense. It depends on how how your your demeanor and how you say it. You know, uh, you know, when I say my chick, you know, my chick knows she's my chick. You know, right? So I don't I don't feel so bad saying it, but uh, I'm not I'm not gonna say it in a in a disrespectful way. I think that that's just common sense with any word. You know. Right. Yeah, if you're saying it in a loving way or just, or in a joking way, whatever, then. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So the, the level of friendship matters. A friend can call you things that you throw a punch a random idiot for. Agreed. <laughs> apparently, I only, apparently, I only watch sharks and wrestlers. True. <laughs> and superhero movies. Superhero. Oh yeah. Super- oh yeah. Any Marvel or DC movie, I guess I would count as an action movie. So all of those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How about a uh, Lord of the Rings? Does that count as an action movie? <laughs> I. I don't know. What is that considered? Like, like a drama? I, I don't know. So. Adventure. It's an action drama adventure movie. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yeah, they grumpy sharks, wrestlers, superheroes, and Law and Order, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Matt says if Nick Cage is in it, it's automatically an action movie. Nick Cage, man. Oh, true, and Impractical Jokers. Yeah. They Are you an Impractical Jokers movie. fan, Alex? Yeah, I like it. Love it. They just put out a new season. I was laughing hysterically. <laughs> Didn't they just put out a movie, dude? Or was yeah. that a lot? They did, right? And I saw it right before they went into we went into lockdown. They like was it just good? I thought it was good. They did okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's tough. It's tough to do. Like, it's kind of like the Jackass movie, or like um, when Johnny Knoxville did like the Bad Grandpa. It's kind of like that (laughs) same. It's that same deal of like kind of. It's a movie, but they're throwing in the random like skits to kind of interact with the like storyline. So it could get a little weird. Like the actual skits were good, but then like them like trying to act out like in between those things, it kind of like you lose it a little bit, you know. But it had those funny moments in there. Although I'll say, as being from Staten Island, they made their high school, which is an all boys Catholic school, which they mentioned in the movie, had girls coming out of class. And I'm like, hmm. Come on. Like we like we've all been saying, like, this is an all-male Catholic school. Like, <laughs> what are you putting chicks in there for? The chicks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, they want to know is Borat an action movie? <laughs> I guess. Uh, Comedy, action. <laughs> Comedy action, maybe. <laughs> Very nice. Scoozy. <laughs> <laughs> that is a ridiculous movie. The new one was very ridiculous as well. <laughs> oh, I forgot they made a second one. Did you see it? Oh, yeah. Mel, you didn't see it yet, right? I haven't even seen the first one. I oh. Okay, so I got so sick of people, like, especially my cousins and my sisters would just quote it nonstop as soon as they saw it. 
and I got so sick of it before I had even watched it that I didn't even want to watch it. <laughs> but now I feel like I need to because I'm like missing out. I need to go see. It. <laughs> Same thing happened with uh, Napoleon Dynamite. My cousins and sisters were just quoting it nonstop that I was like, I'm so sick of this and I haven't even seen it yet. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, those got a little out of hand real fast. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like um, it, maybe Impractical Joker is probably like the cleaner-ish version of Jackass. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Clean-ish. So um, you mentioned that going back to going back to some music stuff. Uh, you mentioned that you were filming music videos. You guys are writing new songs with the world over. You've been doing um, gigs with your your tribute band. What? What do you have in store, like coming out? What are you guys foreseeing for the for the near future, for the far future? Is there stuff that you're kind of like in limbo because you don't know when things are going to open back up, or do you have set plans? Like, what's kind of your outlook for the year? For the world over. For the world over, and and for all your projects. Well, the world over is. Uh, it's got man. There's a lot of like wheels turning, man. It's like. Um, like I'm sure right now there's like a lot of text messages that I just haven't seen and there's already been decisions made. Like it happens all the time where it's like, I'm, you know, I'm busy doing something. I look in the, in the text thread. Oh, looks like we're doing this now. It's like, cool. And, uh, I never have a problem with that. Like any, you know, any momentum, I'm, I'm rolling with it, but there's always something going on. You know, we got all, we got two EPs. Uh, ready to roll. We got some new music uh, still being made. Uh, we got the music videos ready to to be dropped, as in releasing uh, a release plan. Uh, you know, we're 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 in talks right now about that. Uh, you know, we're, we're really it's hard it's hard to like it's it's hard to like trust that yeah trust the times and be like yeah. This, it's going to be safe. This is this is the right time to do it, you know. Uh, but we're, we keep like going back and forth about the timing and and all that. I I, I can say there's definitely going to be some uh, uh, one of the EPs will be released uh, fairly soon. But uh, the you know we're, I guess we're playing the long game here, you know. Mm. Um, yeah. We're all There's, along. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> what's plans? Everything's canceled. I mean, I, who knows? I feel like we're in like a giant game of Monopoly where you just keep putting the board under the bed and like continue oh, the next shit. day. The game just doesn't end. I just haven't reached go. I keep going to jail. <laughs> uh, I mean, we, we'd love to, you know, we're, we're looking into possibly doing, cause there's some festivals going on and there's uh, you know, there's some shows happening and we, we'd like to um, pull the trigger on some of that stuff. I know Idol X has shows lined up uh, for the rest of the year. And uh, as for the rest of the, uh, for, you know, the other artists um, that I, that I work with, they don't, they don't have plans. Uh, I haven't heard much about the other other artists. Mm -hmm. Limbo. 
Yeah. Have but, you, you know, played any limbo during quarantine? <laughs> I have. You have. Yeah. Has that been your quarantine game? <laughs> yep. Quarantine Olympics. <laughs> oh yeah, Roxy, weren't you doing a uh, quarantine mini golf? That did, did you ever win? <laughs> no. No. You lost against yourself. Yes. <laughs> Did, did the cat steal all the golf balls? <laughs> no. Well, you had a cat trying to steal your headphones before. I was mm -hmm. laughing. <laughs> yeah, you were like getting attacked there. There's just tail in your face. Attacking the cats. <laughs> uh, Matt in the chat says, you just have to stay positive. Keep creating. Make those around you. Six feet or more. Feel loved. <laughs> Support and love is needed more than ever. Yep. Yeah. Very yeah. well. Uh, we are gonna wrap it up. So, oh, and I didn't even click on that. But Vin says hi. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even mean to click on that. But hey, <laughs> um, we do like to end off on a positive note. I know uh, Matt there started you off, but would you like to leave off on a positive note for musicians or even like audience members looking to go to a show? We just like to put you on the spot and. Uh, you know, help everyone with a nice, a nice thing to leave. Off. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know what? I'm I'm just gonna uh, piggyback off what a uh, uh, fine gentleman here was was saying about stay positive. You know, uh, uh, you know, make sure you're you're uh, being a, a loving person and uh, showing support to those who need it right now because uh, everyone's going through a hard time. You know. And as a musician, it's, uh, it's extra hard for musicians right now. But, uh, yeah, like, like he said as well, stay creative and keep your head up, you know. Things, things are slowly coming around. Like, you know, there's, like I said, there's shows happening in some places. It just, ultimately, that's up to, to you if you want to, uh, if you feel that's, that's okay and, and safe or not. But things i feel like things are slowly coming around and hopefully in the near future by the end of the year you know we'll be able to um, start playing some kind of shows at a normal pace uh but yeah keep practicing man you know for all you musicians out there keep working on that craft <laughs> mm -hmm. cool well, thank you so much for tuning in with us. Is there any other sites you want to plug? Anything like that for everyone to, to follow you follow you at? That one right there. <laughs> That's uh, your your Instagram account. Yeah. Everyone could uh, check you out there. Uh, yeah. And when they go to that Instagram, there's links to all your other projects and bands and everything on there, right? Well, it says in like my bio, you know, who, who I play for right there. And if awesome. not, you know, y'all know where I live. <laughs> I'll, I'll add this <laughs> comment in there. Witchcraft. <laughs> Witchcraft. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, and hopefully we get to see you soon and play a show with you or something at some point. And, That'd uh, be rad. Yeah. So hopefully we get to cross paths soon. Hopefully and, uh, we get to go to a rage room together. Yeah. So yeah. Smash some stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, ladies. Thanks for having me. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. I'll see everyone soon. Bye. Bye, guys.
Thanks for listening to Music Monday Hangouts with Jackknife Stiletto. Be sure to subscribe and click that notification bell so you never miss out on future podcasts. If you'd like to support our band, please share this podcast and our music with your friends and check out our merch store at jackknifestiletto.com store. You can find all of our upcoming gigs and live streams on our website at jackknifestiletto.com tour. Thanks for listening. See you next week.